0: people. You know what time it is. Ladies and gents, guys and dolls, and everyone in between. Gather round, get you something real nice to sip on and comfy to slip on, cause it's time for Smut Club. Here's your hosts, Chelsea and Hannah.
1: Hey, everybody. I'm Hannah. And I'm Chelsea. Welcome to Smut Club. How's your day going?
2: We are living the dream here. (laughs) I hope that y'all are having a good one. Are we living
1: the dream or are we living a dream? Someone's dream. (laughs) (laughs) I
2: was going to say, I think you've had a bit of a a nightmare this morning, but...
1: Yeah, so for some context, y'all, some something weird is going on with my eye and like Hannah's looking at me and I'm only partially looking at Hannah because my eye is swollen shut and my husband had to go pick up prescription drops. And then I was crying when he got too close to my eye with the drops and it's just been a whole ass mess. So we, but you know, outside of that, like if that's the worst thing that happens today, it's all up from here. Like, if that's the worst thing that <laughs> happened today, we're doing fantastic.
2: Yes, and I can appreciate that that's the energy that we're bringing.
1: Right? I don't, I don't need to see to record a podcast. You do not. Um.
2: Although you continue to direct your eyes towards me, and I can't be sure what you're actually taking in. Well,
1: it feels rude to not look at you with what little vision I have. Like... I can see, I can see enough, and we are having a conversation. So it feels a little like rude to like know I can see you, but like look off into another place. Fair enough. We'll see how this goes. Me I have well. when I was like explaining to Hannah, I was like, yeah, you know how like when I got my nose pierced, my eyes water, and like I feel like my nose runs when I like have shit going on with my eye. So I have. It almost feels like a dry hand, wet hand baking <laughs> situation. Gross. Ew. Oh, I hated that so much. Ew. But, like, I have, like, oh, you everyone just heard me sniffle. I have, like, my nose tissue and my eye tissue, but then I keep forgetting which one is which, and my husband just keeps shouting, they're single use. Get new ones. And I was like, well, I don't need a new one every time. I just, like, try and, like stop my eye from watering. <laughs> I will, I will agree that the nose tissues can be refreshed more easily Then he tried to take all of my tissues earlier. And I was like, no, I'm not going to explain the whole process. No <laughs> one needs that. The it's the very, that this is, it's been a struggle. Yeah. We're, we're trying our best. Oh shit. It's happening again. Okay. <laughs> I'm like the saddest pirate ever. Like I'm I only have one. At least it's my dominant eye. See, we can always do a positive reframe. My dominant eye is my working eye. Um, And the even better news is that Hannah chose the book for today and is going to lead us through it. So no one has to rely on me and my leaky eye.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing that I'm struggling with is when I look at you, my eye then begins to water in, like, sympathy. I have sympathy eye water. (laughs) At least it's in
1: sympathy Uh, and not because it's grossing you out.
2: No, it's not grossing me out. Fair enough. I've worked inpatient for far too long to be grossed out by tears. (laughs) Come on now.
1: Yeah, you do hit a point like working like inpatient working community mental health where like at some point you're like, well, that's another human's bodily fluids. Don't know where they came from, sure but I'm is. the one in charge of cleaning it. So. <laughs> so here we go. So we're gonna go. Yeah, I was like telling my husband relatively recently, I was like, oh yeah, whenever someone would like urinate in our lobby, there mm-hmm. was like this like essentially cat litter stuff that we'd like put over it to absorb yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah. you could, like clean it. and he's like, What? That's real. Um It oh, sure is. It's effective. Also, we had a woman, she was very much in the midst of a psychotic episode one time. But she loved me. So, like, I stayed late because, like, I was the one who could, like, corral her. And she reaches for my hand. I'm, like, sitting in her assessment. And she's like, trust me. Do you trust me? I trust you. Do you trust me? Like, like, repeating that. I was like, yeah, I trust you. And then she just goes, good. Get me napkins. Get me napkins right now. And then I realized as we were holding hands, (laughs) she was wetting herself. Oh. Oh, bless it. That was a weird night. She, like (laughs) – That wasn't the the weirdest thing that happened with her that night. I believe it. Yeah, but that's a story for another time.
2: So let me tell you what's not weird is this book. (laughs) (laughs) This book that we are reviewing is called Boyfriend, which is the first in the Moo You series. I wish that was a joke. By Serena Bowen. Moo like a cow is mooing. University.
1: Oh, I was thinking like, like a sorority or a fraternity, like like Greek life moo
2: no, so this is set in Vermont, and it's very much around the local hockey team um. At the college. So we open with Abby. Um, She is a waitress in a local bar and wing joint um, while she's going to school full time. Um, she really needs the money and she is staying at this job that she's not a particular fan of because she gets a $1,500 bonus um, if she can make it for a year, um, and she's not too far away from that. So she's really pushing through because she really needs that money. Um, she works with her bestie, Carly, um, and the local hockey players from the college come in all the time, mm. um, and she very much enjoys um, serving them. She has a thing for one of the players named Weston um, and one night they're in, she brings their table beer and a freshman makes a really rude comment about her giving Weston a, a lap dance or something or striptease or something. Did, um, did
1: she give him a strip tease?
2: She did not because okay. it's Weston's birthday. And so he's like, Hey, don't you want to, uh, you know? Okay. And so Weston like very valiantly comes to her defense and all this. And Abby is like super swoony about it. She's very into it. Um. And, as an aside, she wears a name tag that says Gail on it. We, we we'll find I guess we'll find out why eventually. But all these hockey players think her name is Gail. So did you
1: ever watch Superstore? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like how she changed the name on her name tag every, every, <laughs> every shift, which is kind of brilliant,
2: exactly. But Abby didn't do this intentionally, which makes it less brilliant.
1: Uh, um well, that's less fun to find out.
2: So, they're her last table, and while she's rolling silverware, she overhears them talking about Weston's Thanksgiving plans. Um, So, he hangs up a flyer on, like, their bulletin board in the bar um, that says for $25, he'll be a Thanksgiving date. He's from out of town. He doesn't have any plans. All the guys on his team are like, bro, this
1: feels risky. Like, Um, Also— you know what feels the riskiest to me? Hmm. $25. Right. Is that $25 per hour or $25?
2: $25 flat and a good Thanksgiving meal. That's all he's looking for.
1: Oh no. Mm-hmm. I want more for you. <laughs> like, believe in yourself.
2: Well, um, it all the guys are like, bro, like just just come to my house, just come to my house. And he's like, no, I'm not doing that. Apparently he's done it the last two years and he intends to follow through on it for this third year. Um, So after they leave, she takes a number off the flyer um, and goes
1: home. So then we switch to Weston's point of view. Also very kind of her to not just like take the whole flyer. Right. But to be like, no, 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 I'll give other hoes the option too.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know that I would have done that. I think I would have just taken the whole flyer and been like, this is for
1: me. Yeah, I'm like, dibs? For $25, what a bargain.
2: Right? Um, So now we're at Weston's point of view. He's walking to class, um, and he gets a call from his brother, Stevie. Um, His brother is pissed that he's not coming home for Thanksgiving. Apparently, their parents had a messy divorce about three years ago, Mm -hmm. and dad is still bitter and ragey. Um, and so their sister is getting married soon, and mom is throwing an engagement party right before Christmas. He's got like his whole family is a hot mess of like
1: his family systems is
2: complex. I was gonna say his family dynamics could do with some therapy. Um, and so, uh, Weston kind of in his head is thinking about how he's absolutely horrified by the idea of marriage. He's like, Why would you even want to do that to yourself? Um, after watching his parents go through what they went through. Um, But then he gets a text inquiry about his flyer from a girl named Abby um, who tells him about the Thanksgiving spread that's going to be at her stepdad's house. Um, And it sounds pretty awesome. So he decides to just go ahead and accept. He's had other inquiries, but he's like, this food sounds fucking awesome. And I don't need to entertain anybody else.
1: No shit. He's had other inquiries. He's not charging enough for his services. Well, but
2: also his name isn't on the flyer. So nobody knows it's like this big, like, defenseman on the hockey team. Which I'm like, as as a woman, I don't know that I would be texting a random number for a date for Thanksgiving. That feels unsafe. I mean, uh-huh. for Abby, she knows who it is, but none of these other women do.
1: Well, and I'm also, once again, I'm not trying to harp on the price, but I'm like <laughs> not knowing who it is and $25 feels very different than not knowing who it is and be like, okay, $200. I'm willing to like feel this out, mm-hmm. but I'm like $25 feels too low mm-hmm. for me to take a chance on not knowing. Well, he was willing to go there
2: and didn't care. And clearly the other— college students also didn't care. Fair enough. Um, so a few weeks go by, they have exchanged a few text messages, but haven't really talked and they haven't met in person yet. Okay. So it's Thanksgiving day. He shows up a little early, um, to this mystery girl's apartment. Um, and he wonders what she's like. He is a self-admitted, uh, man whore. Um, and he calls himself Mr. Smooth, which should tell you, everything you need to know about him as a person
1: i'm liking Weston and less and less
2: yeah he comes back around but okay. it does take a minute okay. um so the door opens and it's the hot waitress and he's hey. like hold up hold up hold up apparently he's been lusting after her like for a very long time um, But he feels like it would be really rude to ask a girl out when she's just trying to do her job. Like, mm-hmm. that's not cool to hit on a girl who's trying to make it through her shift, which I can appreciate as someone who worked in a bar for a very long time.
1: Yeah. Um. So we'll, we'll give him points for the respect. We will. Also, I would just like everyone to note that when Hannah was like— she opened the door and he's like, Oh, it's the hot waitress. I was like, hey, and did a shoulder dance, but my <laughs> eyes are closed. <laughs> so I'm just vibing by myself right now, even though I'm vibing like three feet across from Hannah. I just couldn't see her. So we'll
2: let it, we'll let it ride, man. You do what you need to do to make it through the day. Fair. Um So she is super gorgeous, and he cannot believe his luck that, like, he put up this flyer, and it's the hot waitress. Um, So he gets really awkward um, because he's like, she is really hot, and I was not ready for this to happen. Um, So she explains that they're going to her stepfather's house to have dinner with him and his new wife, um, but she doesn't explain further. So that's super weird. like. Why she also has downs? a complicated
1: family system up.
2: She does. Got it. Her genogram, her family genogram would be a bit of a mess. Um
1: <laughs> so uh, do you use genograms in sessions? I
2: uh, no. I okay. never
1: have. I never like I feel like I did in like internships. Yeah. But I feel like in like real life.
2: No. I remember I guess I have a little bit of a trauma response to genograms because when I had to do mine, we're sitting in my family therapy class, whatever, and my professor is explaining genograms and everybody in the class is like shouting out these these scenarios and she's drawing them on the board with all the symbols, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, what if somebody has a secret love child from a secret affair? And what about like, all this random shit, right? And she's just throwing stuff on the board, no problem. So then I raise my hand and I'm like, hey, what if two people each have kids from previous relationships and then they meet and the woman is already pregnant with another man's baby, but he decides that he's going to marry her anyway and then adopts that baby and then they have another baby of their own. How do you draw that? And she was like, see me after class, (laughs)
1: I was like, okay. She was like, oh, this one doesn't feel as hypothetical secret love child. Like, let's just talk about this one in private. She's like,
2: yeah, just see me after class. I was like, oh, okay. All You're right. You're like,
1: is this scenario not common enough that everyone should should be in the know about it?
2: I'm like, you had no problem drawing, like, a secret, a whole secret family. It wasn't even a secret love child. It was a secret family. It was no fucking problem. But whatever.
1: So there was this, mind you, I don't remember how long ago it was, and I'm probably going to botch the details, but there's this, like, very bougie private school in Tampa, Florida. And this dude had a secret family, and his kids from his real family and his secret family all went to the same bougie private school. His wife from the real family passed away. I forget what exactly happened. I don't I don't know if, like, in, there was any, like, foul play. But like she passed away. Then suddenly he shows up at all of the events for the school with his new wife from the secret family. And I think like they've just been saying, like, oh yeah, like dad was out of town. Like, I don't I don't really remember all of the details. But then everyone like put the like connected the dots and like, hold up, hold up, hold up. What we thought you were married to someone else. And your spouse just died, oh, but now God. yeah, I'm like, so how do you draw that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to see if I can find that professor's email and shoot that situation to her. You're and like see so what she hypothetical, exactly. He's
1: coming back with it. Oh, sorry, my cat just is like swishing his tail and hitting the mic with it. <laughs>
2: right? He just wants to be a part of it.
1: He really does. Yeah. It's not the time, but I love his participation spirit.
2: So now Participatory? Weston. Yep,
1: participatory. His participatory spirit. Okay, sorry. So Weston's like, I can't believe my luck. It's the hot waitress. Hell yeah. Yeah. We're going to go spend—I don't know. I don't understand her family systems, but I'm making $25 and getting food. Here we go.
2: Dope. Um, and I get to hang out with a hottie, so. It could be a worse day for Weston. Wins all around. So he's confused about why her name tag says Gail, and she explains that the manager is just lazy as fuck and made the wrong name tag. Like, saw that her name was Abigail on her application and was like, Gail sounds right, instead of, like, asking. <laughs> um, and refused to fix it, so.
1: Refused to fix it?
2: Yeah, he refused to make her a new one with her actual nickname on it. So. um Weston's like, I actually don't care about that. I am just super into this girl right now. Yeah. So then he decides that maybe after a good meal, he can have dessert. Ayo. That's a quote, not the ao part, but that uh, he wants to have dessert.
1: It's a euphemism. It is. I get it. Yeah. It is. Uh-huh. Good job. <laughs>
2: So back to Abby. Um, She's really nervous, but Weston is really sweet, and he's, like, asking questions and blah, blah, blah. They decide to say that they've been dating for about a month, Um, and she explains that she never knew her father and her mom married Dalton, um, but then passed away three years ago, leaving her nothing. Um, But Dalton helps her with books but wouldn't pay for an apartment for her, which is why she works. So she mentions that she has this new, I guess, sort of stepbrother um, and says that he's a tool. Um, Yeah, so they just chat about, like, what's your major? And, like, getting to know each other before they pretend to be in a relationship in front of her family. Um, And then he makes her sing with him so that she'll loosen up a bit as before they, like, head into the house. And she's Mm -hmm. like, he is really, really sweet. Like, he is a really nice guy. Um, so she had brought wine for dinner, but then realizes that she forgot it in the car. Um, and Weston says that either he can go grab it or they can save it to have later. Oh, um, and then she's like, Is he just is this part of the boyfriend routine? Is he being serious? I'm not sure. I'm into it, but I also don't want to be into it if he's not into it. So she gets a little weird.
1: You know, that's valid. She's like, yeah. Is he just laying this on? It, does he think this is included in the $25 <laughs> experience?
2: Exactly. Um, so back to Weston. Dinner is super awesome, um, but he's picking up on like a weird tension between uh, Abby and the stepbrother. Um, they play pool with her stepdad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Weston is trying to think of an excuse so they can leave because he's like, I am banging this girl tonight. Like, I need to get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, But but, like, so he tries to make up an excuse. Um, My notes say he very much wants to play naked twister with Abby. Um, But he mentions a paper to Dalton who offers to help him with it because Weston's pre-med, Dalton's a doctor. He's like, oh, step into my office. Dalton's like, or Weston's like, fuck. (laughs) Um, So he goes, stepmom mentions that she has some of Abby's mother's things for her to go through because she's trying to get rid of them. And so um, after a while, Weston goes looking for her but can't find her anywhere. And then he hears a male voice in the kitchen telling her, like, that she's a whore and generally being really awful. Um,
1: And so— Let me guess. The stepbrother.
2: Oh, my God. How did you know? So Abby's telling him basically to fuck off. Um, and then he can't find them, but then he finally finds them in the pantry. Like he's starting to freak out because he can't find them. Um, so he almost loses his shit and beats the shit out of his stepbrother. um but it winds up just pulling him away, and they finally leave. Um, and they drove in her car, but she's like shaking all over. and so he's like, i'm I'm gonna be driving. Um. And then he asks about Christmas because he realizes like he can't be her date for Christmas, so is she gonna be safe? um and she says that she's just gonna make up an excuse not to go um and he feels like he failed her because he didn't he didn't prevent this from happening, and that's why she needed a date, but he he didn't know it's a whole thing
1: um the situation he didn't even know existed. he yeah. is internalizing the guilt, okay, whatever. yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> So
2: she has tried to tell her stepdad multiple times, but he doesn't really want to hear it. Like, he's very newly married to this woman. Um, And so she hasn't outright said, like, he, you know, he's abusive. She just says, like, he makes me really uncomfortable. And Dalton just kind of, like, dismisses it. Um, So, yeah, Weston then realizes that he will not be getting laid, um, which he's fine with. Um, He's like, Abby needs a day off in a new family. not some guy trying to get her naked. So he like very respectfully drops drops her off at her front door. Um so back to Abby, um she wakes up still feeling super gross about the night before. Um and then she realizes she never paid Weston. After all mm. of your concern about the $25, he didn't even get it. Um but so did
1: he get the the was the food good? The food he was, was worried about that.
2: Pretty clutch. So she texts him, um, and he says that he was never actually gonna take the money. Um, that he put that on there to weed out weirdos. And I'm like, bro, we need to go higher than twenty-five if we're trying to weed out weirdos, but
1: okay. Um that's like posting a fucking Craigslist Craigslist ad. And like being like, uh-huh. I figured twenty-five dollars would weed out the weirdos. No. No, it does not. Mm-mm. If anything I think it, like, lures more weirdos.
2: Right? Um, Because that's a bargain, really. So she winds up buying his next round of wings when he comes to the bar. Um, And then he shows up at the end of one of her shifts to help her roll silverware. And they're just, like, kind of—she's been avoiding him because she's Mm. like, this is just super fucking embarrassing in general. Um, But then he asks her to be his date for Christmas with his family. Um, because he says that his dad will be on his best behavior if she's there. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and she can avoid her stepbrother. So it's a win-win all around. Um, so she agrees. So she has a second job at a flannel company. Um, so we're back to Weston's point of view. He goes to pick her up from there. Um, she's super gorgeous. Question. question. (laughs) What? I'm telling you, this one's a warm bowl of nothing. I'm trying to make it. It's just not though.
1: No, my questions are really just about what a flannel company. (laughs) Like, is that like, do they just sell jackets? Do they they sell blankets? Is it the textile side of flannel fabrication? Is it Mm. a, like, more of an apparel? Like, is it a retail store?
2: It's more apparel. Okay. They primarily do online stuff, but they do have a small storefront. Um, So they do, like, robes and— Slippers and pajamas and shirts and jackets and stuff like that.
1: Got it. Also, I love that you're like, I'm trying to make it something, but it's just a warm bowl of nothing. And honestly, <laughs> Hannah, I think I think you just need to commit to it being a warm bowl of nothing <laughs> instead of being like, I realize I'm the one being like. So tell me more about the flannels. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I feel like this is like, all right, we're we're gonna try something here. <laughs> Give me a 3 minute summary of the rest of the book. <laughs> oh my god,
2: okay. Um so she goes with him to Christmas. Um and it's a bit of a mess. They have her his sister's engagement party. His dad shows his ass. Abby then hands Wait, like, him his ass.
1: Not literally. Um that oh <laughs> <laughs> he like shows his ass. I was like, like he shows out, like he like shows fuck out. around and find out or yes. like, okay. So we find out
2: that the reason his dad is such a disaster is because his mom left his dad for dad's brother.
1: Oh shit.
2: Yeah, so it's super messy. Um so Abby basically tells his dad that he's a fuckface. And so Is he a fuckface? A, a, a bit, yeah. Like, he so like ruins there, the whole engagement party.
1: So there's also, like, good reason why Weston's mom left him for his uncle.
2: I mean, it doesn't seem like he started this kind of drinking too much, mm-hmm. being all this kind of way until after she left, but— Fair enough. Yeah. Um. So, Um. yeah. So they—after the the whole thing, her his dad is like— what do you even know about life in general? Like you don't know anything. And she's like, both of my parents are dead. Your family is still here and you continue to push them away. So maybe I know a little bit more than you think I do. And his dad is appropriately chastised.
1: <laughs> chastised is such a good word. It is
2: such a good yeah. word. Great vocab. So, um, Weston feels terrible, um, that all of this happened. And, um, they wind up going back. They pretend to have sex because they're trying to convince the brother that they're really a couple. Because brother is like, Weston doesn't do commitment. This is not real.
1: Weston's brother. They're trying to. Okay. Yeah.
2: So they pretend to have sex, like making the sounds and like pushing the bed against the wall and stuff. <laughs> Brandon's having a moment.
1: It was a short moment, but it might it might not be short. We never know what my dog is feeling. But you know what's a fun thing? What? Today is his gotcha day. Like, it's his anniversary. We got him five years ago today. Happy gotcha day, Brandon. Right? He, um, we got him when he was eight weeks old. We we were living in Nashville. He lived in Toledo. (laughs) And we literally got up at like 5 a.m., drove straight to this family's house, picked him up, gave them cash. They gave us a dog. We got in the car. We drove back to Nashville Hmm. all in one day. And then... It's a long day. It really was. It was a Sunday, and then I worked the next day. And um, then we got married two weeks later. And my Aww. sister was very like, you should not get an eight-week-old puppy two weeks before you get married. And I said, I'm going to live my life. And <laughs> and I, you did. And I did, and I'm obsessed with Brandon, so, like, it all worked out. It really did. Um, not the best phone call I've ever had with my sister. <laughs> But we made it through, and he is adorable, but far, far larger than he was.
2: (laughs) He is a husky boy.
1: And he's lost weight.
2: He has. He's doing really good.
1: Do you think, like, when you get to my house, are you like, oh, Brandon's lost weight? Or are you like, he's still a thick boy?
2: I mean, he is still a thick boy, but I did think that the last time I was here.
1: Yeah, I feel like it, smaller. I feel like he stalled out a little bit. I just like He's don't think. A plateau. Well, I don't think his body wants to be smaller. So let it be. Right? I'm like, no. I cut back his food as asked, and this is just where his body wants to be. Yeah. I mean, that can happen. Like, I, when I started doing hot yoga consistently, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people lose weight when they start doing a I gained 10 pounds when I started doing yoga consistently and they were like, "Ah, eh, your body's just regulating to where it wants to be." And I was like, "It's not where I want my body to be." <laughs> and they were like, "Well, that's between you and your body." And I was <laughs> like, "This is Was it muscle? Um one, I was in a really stressful season of life and I think uh, I had like probably gotten gotten lower than what is a healthy weight for me, but at a number that I was like, "I like this number better." Mm-hmm. Um I think when you are doing that much hot yoga on, like, on a daily basis, you start retaining water. Right. Um, and then I think there probably was a muscle component to it. So I think, like, there was a lot of aspects at play mm-hmm. in that time. But, like, where I regulated to is just probably truly where my body wants to be. Right. Um, even if I was like, I like this number on the scale better. And you know what? Now I just don't own a scale. Same. I like, I said that to my mom recently and she's like, oh, why didn't you tell me? We just like got rid of a bunch of them. And I was like, no mom. that I know. I, I'm not asking for one. Yeah. I was like, it's intentional. Right. Even like being pregnant when I go to the doctor, I don't even, I don't look, I'm like, I don't, me I was either. like, I don't need to know how much weight this baby's putting on my body. <laughs> I'm like, I try and eat healthy. I try and move. And mm-hmm. I think that's enough, you know? It is enough. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that was a big tangent. So they pretend to bone.
0: Hey there, smart puppies. We'll get you right back to the show in just a moment. But first, do you like us? Maybe even love us? Because we sure love you. And if you do love us, don't tease us. Tell us in those ratings and reviews wherever you're listening right now. Maybe even send us over to a special sexy someone that would enjoy getting smutty with us. Because you know the first rule of Smut Club is to talk about Smut Club. All right. I won't keep you any longer. Let's get back to the show. Mm -hmm.
2: Yes, (laughs) they pretend to bone. Okay. Um... But Weston is like, this isn't funny anymore. Like, I'm super into it. So anyway, the next day is Christmas Eve. They hang out. Christmas Day, they exchange gifts. It's very sweet. And then his dad pulls out a present for Abby. Mm. Um, and it's a like a really nice computer bag, like satchel thing. Um, and he's like, well, I got it. I got one just like that for my daughter when she graduated. Um and since you don't have anyone to do that for you, I I wanted to do that. And so then, of Aww. course, Abby bursts into tears, um, and the dad's like, "Oh shit, my bad. I'm like,
1: so sorry." No, like good, good, sweet tears. <laughs> yeah, it was
2: very, very sweet. Um, so they just have a really good time generally. Um, and then, um, yeah. A lot of more, I'm trying to I, I'm like, am I still on the three minute thing? I, I'm past. The you know, three
1: I also took us on a very long tangent. That was definitely more than three minutes. It but I do matter. appreciate that you're like, none of these details. No, like this it's mattered. it's just more of a warm bowl of nothing.
2: It is. Um. But so we we're love just, a
1: good warm bowl of nothing.
2: We're gonna flash to New Year's Eve. So oh, damn. okay. So so they celebrate okay. Christmas. It's really nice. Yep. They're like, we could be great friends. Um. New Year's Eve. So the place is hopping. Um what,
1: what place? The bar okay. where she works. My bad. I'm
2: trying to go too fast now. I'm leaving out Sorry, details. I didn't we mean need. to stress
1: you out. It's that weird balance because we're like, do we need these details? And you're like, oh shit, just a couple more. <laughs> but
2: actually we did need that one. Yeah, that one
1: was relevant. Um so the bar she's working is obviously open. She's working the New Year's Eve shift. It's hopping.
2: Yes. Um and um yeah. Hey, Craig, so,
1: you are literally stretching <laughs> and putting your ass in Hannah's face right now.
2: Well, I have three cats of my own. So it's not that I'm not used to it. Um, it's just a thing cats do. You know,
1: I do. Like, is it like they're being, they're proud?
2: I think they just don't care.
1: <laughs> I think they're, they're like, like, I will stretch where I want, when I want, yeah. and I do not care. I wish I had that confidence.
2: <laughs> right? Like, I will put my ass where I want to however I see fit in whatever manner. If you so. don't like
1: it, you can move around my ass and not the other <laughs> way around. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So, sorry, um, everyone. I was just, like, watching Hannah try and, like, look at her notes for this book, and I just see my cat blocking <laughs> them, and I was like, oh, he's really showing out.
2: He was a little bit. Um. So— <clears throat> Uh the there's a new bouncer at the bar this night. Okay. And um keeps asking specifically for Abby to bring him a drink and mm. she's like, "Okay." Um so finally she goes over and she uh the direct quote is the words die as I see who the new bouncer is and then it cuts back to Weston. Mm. Um so he's like, "I am into her." And I want to bang her still. So he's like, it's, tonight's it's new the new bouncer, night. her stepbrother. It is. So she's like, he's like, tonight's the night. Yeah. Like, I'm making my move. And then um,
1: he sees the new bouncer. Yeah. He okay. sees
2: that and he's like, oh no. Um, and she's super upset. And so he's like, um, he he winds up giving her a hug and he's like, this is not what I was hoping for, but it's still pretty good. Like, it could be worse.
1: Um, so he does you know I appreciate that like he can read the room.
2: He can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where
1: like he's like, I'm I'm gonna bone her on Thanksgiving. Nope. I just watched her get verbally assaulted by her stepbrother. Not the time. Oh, right. New Year's Eve went sideways as well. Like, I appreciate that he can be a gentleman.
2: He can. He can. Oh,
1: we'll give him that.
2: Like he can, um, he He's not all about his own needs. He's paying attention, yeah, yeah. um, so then, um, basically, he shows up to walk her home after every shift from that point forward. Mm. Um, and his teammates are giving him a bunch of shit. Um, and then, um, yeah. He winds up kissing Abby eventually um, as he walks her home, and um, she asks him to stay. And uh, my notes just say Weston is beside himself. He's so excited, Um, and he tells her that he doesn't want to pretend anymore to be with her because that's what he's been doing in front of his Mm -hmm. stepbrother. Um, So then my notes say they bang.
1: Um, So it— it becomes real. They it becomes become. Real. They become a real mm-hmm. couple.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There's a solidifying fuck.
2: Yes, there okay. is a solidifying fuck, but it's not that solidifying because Weston is still on his whole like we're keeping it casual thing.
1: Um, I want it to be real, but I also don't want commitment. Precisely. I just, uh, oh, fuck,
2: I just want in your pants. Like <laughs> That's basically it. Um,
1: Weston, we were doing so well. I was really just hyping you yeah. up.
2: So they've been banging for a while now, but then um, he usually leaves right after, but then he asked to stay, um, and he floats the idea in the morning of being, my notes say, friends with Benny's. I believe that is a direct quote, and I'm really sorry about it, um, since he doesn't do real relationships. Does Benny's
1: mean eggs Benedict?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, does that mean Benadryl? Um, Honestly,
1: no. Yeah. Friends with a walking pharmacy in their pocket when you need it. Friends who make you eggs benedict whenever you want. (laughs) I need more friends like that. Yes. I love eggs benedict. What are, like, yeah, when people are like, friends with benefits. I was like, okay, but what is the benefit?
2: Right. Orgasms in this case.
1: I was hoping you'd say.
2: (laughs) So disappointed right now. She's like, can you be more basic fucking orgasms? Where are the eggs? Where's the hollandaise? Like.
1: Like, honestly, I was like,
2: <laughs>
1: even if the benefit was, like, pizza, I don't know. Right, right. Like, I'm a, I'm a very food-motivated person, apparently. Same, but same. I'm like, no, come on. I need more benefits than just orgasms because, quite yes. frankly, I can give myself <laughs> orgasms. I don't need assistance with no, that. No, so you need to be coming with something more to the table. Mm-hmm. Benefits is… There's an S on the end. It's not friends with benefit. It's friends <laughs> with benefits. So there should be multiple.
2: Well, I guess the other benefit for her is that he's walking her home and keeping her safe and stuff oh, like that.
1: Damn it, Hannah. You got to come out with oh, the well, logic. All I right, now I'll I give did. it to you.
2: So um, she, they're also not doing anything serious because she's planning to leave Vermont after she graduates.
1: Is she graduating in the spring?
2: She is graduating in the spring. She's graduating a year early.
1: Um, little a little smarty pants.
2: She has a little smarty pants. So she's applying for jobs in New York. Weston has another year in school, and then he's going to do med school at the same same college in Burlington. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my notes are like they bang it out. Like that's just like every so often, it's just, like they bang it out. Um, so she feels like 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 lines are getting kind of.
1: Blurred, yeah,
2: a little bit, but then at the same time, like she'll go days at a time without hearing from him, and so she's like, Yeah, mm-hmm. no, this isn't like a real thing. Um, so she goes to New York for a bunch of interviews, none of them really go well. She feels super lonely. Um, so she calls him, they have I don't know, Skype sex, I guess. Um, and she's super into it, he's super into it, whatever. Um
1: better than only one of them being into it.
2: Precisely. Yeah. You know, um, she is like, I'm not showing you anything right now. And he's like, that's cool. I'll show you mine. Like, <laughs> he's like, whatever you're comfortable with, babe, I'm comfortable with this. And she's like, okay,
1: well, all right. Well, there we are. Um,
2: but I also appreciate that he respected her boundary and
1: didn't like push it. Do you remember that? Um, Woof. <laughs> damn it. there's so many woofs <laughs> the woof hotel series,
2: oh, I fucking hated that series. I hated you really it so did.
1: much, you really did,
2: oh my God, like yeah. like deep in my soul, I hated it
1: um I was thinking about like, I don't know it was the I think it was in the second book, um where R- Ronan well, that was his name right mm-hmm um. One of the side dudes, like, texts her a picture, it's like, of, like, his, like, upper body. And you can, like, see his hand is, like, down mm-hmm. by his genitals. And then he, after he sends that picture, he texts her again. And he's like, did that picture offend you? And she's like, no. And then he's like, good. And then sends her a picture of his dick right after he's, like, masturbated. And I'm like, that's a sharp escalation. But <laughs> well, like, also
2: – a weird choice. Like, why would you send right after? Like, wouldn't—never uh, mind. I think it was like a— Like a you, this
1: is what you do to me yeah, picture. I think it was Whatever. one of those situations. The yeah. whole
2: series made me cringe the entire time. I
1: hated it so she much. She was just so annoying.
2: Yes. She was annoying. He was overbearing. The two side dudes were the only thing I liked about any of it.
1: It was terrible. Yeah. Was he overbearing or was she just annoying?
2: No, he was pretty overbearing and mean, especially at the beginning.
1: At the beginning, you're right. Yeah. I think, like, I'm I was thinking more off. of, like, later. Well, <laughs> he had four books to redeem himself. And wasn't enough for me, apparently. <laughs> what well, it's, like, a lot, like, when people are, like, it started okay or it started rough, but then, like, once he made it 15 episodes in, the show right. redeemed itself. And you're, like— Ain't nobody got time to watch fifteen episodes. Nope. For it to redeem itself, so I, I am there with you. I do think he like came around and like got better, but I think it. Yeah, but she didn't. It was too little. She like no, God, she, really, she was awful. She was. Yeah. That's a review for another time. But that's what it made me think of. Where it's like, <laughs> well, I'm comfortable with this. Like, it's like, oh, did that picture offend you? No. Let me substantially escalate this situation.
2: Right. Um. But anyway, so she's back in Vermont. She's back at work. And she has to continuously remind herself that, like, they don't have a future. We're just mm-hmm. having fun. Like, we don't have a future. We're just having fun. Um, And um, her stepbrother's behavior is escalating, not just with her, but with the other waitresses. So he, like, physically has been grabbing some of them. And the manager won't do anything about it. Um, Gross. But she figures that it's all going to be fine. Um, And then she goes over to the hockey house with Weston. He's really, really sweet. And she makes a cake. Not a euphemism is what's in my notes.
1: So apparently. My God, I didn't think it was. (laughs) I was just like, oh, yeah, he lives in a house. They probably had a kitchen. She she was baking. And you're like, just to be clear, (laughs) cake is not a euphemism. It's
2: not in this case. Um, In other cases, it could be, but not in this one. So, um, like, it's her mom's recipe, and she really wanted to be able to do that. So Weston invited her over to use his kitchen. Um, So he is, like, loving life, having her in his house, using his kitchen. Um, And then um, a girl that he hooked up with before shows up while Abby's in the kitchen and, like, comes over and is, like, coming on to Weston. A puck bunny. Yes. Okay. And he's trying to like ooh um trying to like subtly like push her away. Um and uh like forgets her name. Like it's painful. Like the whole thing is painful. Um and then um he's like I know that I feel some type of way about Abby and all the guys are still giving him a hard time about it, but he's like she's about to graduate. This is all temporary, mm-hmm. whatever. Um Abby heard the entire thing um, and also heard his teammates telling him, like, we know you're a whore. Like, what are you doing with this girl? Um, And she feels really, really bad in general about it. And then she hears the girl who hooked up with him previously crying um, Mm. and saying that she thought that he really liked her and that maybe there really was something there and she feels really stupid. And Abby's like, cool. So this is going to be me in like three months. Awesome. Love that for me. Um, so she also hates that she like loves spending time with his family. Like she's been craving family and Mm -hmm. she's like, great. So it's not just that I'm losing him. I'm losing his family too. Um, so then, um, he wakes up to an empty bed. Abby's phone is ringing, um, and finds her in the kitchen and it looks like she's been crying. Her stepdad had called to confirm lunch plans with her. Um. And she tells him that it's the anniversary of her mom's death. So they always go to lunch in the cemetery together. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I am an asshole. Like, wow. I didn't even think about it. Like, do you want me to come with you? And then mm-hmm. he's like, that's not what we're doing here at all. But like, I want to be there for her. And she's like, yeah. no, 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 it's fine. Um. So.
1: Yeah. Talk about blurred lines. Like. Spending the anniversary of her mother's passing with her.
2: Yeah, but, like, he wants to be there for her, but then he's super confused by that. Yeah. Um. So then Weston's, like, after Abby leaves, he's, like, I think I might be, a, like, a serious asshole. Like, she deserves someone who's not scared of commitment. And um, maybe, like, maybe I'm being a real douchebag spending this much time with her. Like, maybe that's not cool.
1: You haven't even made her eggs benedict once. <laughs>
2: not even a single time, Weston.
1: There's been no hollandaise sauce. There's been no English muffin. Where
2: is my Canadian bacon? Shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now I really would like some eggs benedict. (laughs) Right? Well, and I'll say with pregnancy, I've definitely felt like as soon as someone says a food or like mentions it, I'm like, I could fuck that up right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> but you said like, it first. <laughs> I know I did. I've been thinking about this one a lot. Like a friend, I was talking to her and she was like, yeah, when I was pregnant, all I wanted was um, instant mashed potatoes and Caesar salad. And I was like, I would destroy those. <laughs> I was like, if those were in my house, they would be gone before I sent this text message. <laughs> like that is where I'm at with food at this point.
2: Well, I mean… I wish I had some Eggs Benedict for you, but it doesn't travel well, so (laughs) it wouldn't have been good anyway.
1: Honestly, I appreciate the forethought and being like, you know what I shouldn't do? Poach eggs, then drive an (laughs) hour to Chelsea's house.
2: Hollandaise. An hour-old hollandaise is not where we want to be with our lives. It's
1: just not. Anyone in the, in the mood for some room temple oh. hollandaise oh. Absolutely not. Good thing I'm out of my first trimester anymore, or that thought probably would have made me puke. <laughs> I would have been like, nope, that's a texture I cannot get behind. Nope. Okay, so Weston so anyway. realizes that, like, he's like, maybe – I'm being a dick, and I should have made her eggs benedict at some point. Exactly.
2: Um, So then Abby spends the day with her stepdad, um, and he says that he's still going to support her even after she graduates. But um, that's super sweet. She's like, absolutely not, because I will not live in the same house as my stepbrother, but thank you. Yeah. Um, So then she kind of falls into a bit of depression. Weston's really busy, so they don't really spend time together. Um, and, uh, he then, like, sees her in the bar and invites her to dinner with his family. Um, and she's like, what the fuck
1: is happening? She's like, we can't have it both ways.
2: She's like, okay, I guess. What the hell? Um, so then again, stepbrother's behavior is escalating. Mm -hmm. My notes say, stepbrother gropes her ass after Weston leaves and she's big mad. Um... So then— I would be, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she goes to um, her job, her other job at the flannel company, um, and she's doing a really, really good job. She's really loving it. Um, but the other girl who, like, is supposed to be helping her went home sick, and she's like, oh, God, I hope I don't get sick. Spoiler alert. She gets sick. So <laughs> um, Weston is, like, coming out of his skin because Abby's late for dinner with his family. Mm. And— um. So she tells them that uh, her interviews in New York didn't go great, but the flannel company wants to bring her on full-time, so maybe she would stay in Burlington. And then Weston's like, oh no, like the natural end of our relationship may not be there anymore, fuck me. Um, And um, then his sister who is there is like, oh, like this is so exciting, that means you'll be able to come to my wedding, right? And Abby's like, oh, oh no. no! And the whole family's like, um, Weston, why hadn't you talked to Abby about the wedding? She should come either way. Even if she's moved, she should be there. Like, we yeah, like you've her. been
1: dating long enough that, right? Way.
2: And so mm. it's very, very awkward. Um, so he is like, well, why didn't I know about this offer from the the Flannel Company? And blah blah blah. And she's like. Um, because this is supposed to be fun and not serious. Those were your words. Why would I tell you about something like that? Thank you. Oh. Um, and so he's like, Well, wait a minute. I didn't, I want, I can't. Um so um she's like, Yeah, and also I didn't tell you because I might stay in Burlington and I thought you would be weird. And oh my god, I was right. You're being fucking weird right now. I
1: feel like Weston is one of those dudes who'd be like, should we have an open relationship? But then by open relationship, he just means, like, he can fuck other people. But, right. like, she can't. Like, that's the energy he yeah, gives. Yeah,
2: but it's, like, also, he doesn't actually want to fuck other people. He just doesn't want to say that. So he's, like, stupid.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, what was that? So y'all did, what? Hannah said that, and then she looks over at my husband, and they have this, like, moment of eye contact where he's like yeah I get it and to be fair that is the state I found my husband (laughs) in before he just before he realized because yeah he was like we need to talk and I went no we don't you're free to go fuck other people live your life my guy and then a couple months later he was like
2: (laughs) (laughs) a month later per Vance
1: per, per Vance a month later he was like you know what it just felt cooler to feel like I had options, but I don't actually want options. I only want to date and be with you, and now we're married. So, Ta-da.
2: spoiler alert: it was her husband. But no, I I did that. That like,
1: doesn't happen very often. Spoiler alert: <laughs> not the dude I married. Yeah, this one. I did was.
2: the like point and eye contact thing because I could see him nodding out of the corner of my eye. Um. So anyway. Um, she's like, you don't have to be weird. Our thing can still come to uh-huh. a natural conclusion just like you want. Um, and he's like, okay. But
1: what and, if it's not what I wanted?
2: Okay. Um, and then he feels like he's an asshole and doesn't really get why because men are stupid is what my notes say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my husband is still nodding. In the corner. He's like, Yep. I get it now.
2: Um, Can confirm. Um, So Abby really doesn't feel so great. So she says she's going to go home and change before um, Weston's hockey game. But then she gets home and doesn't leave the house. Mm. Um, So she's like, a clean break is probably what's best anyway. So she sends him a voice message. Like, not a voice mail, but like a a voice message. um, Basically telling him that it's probably better if they just go ahead and wrap it up. Um... And so Weston wins the game. He's super excited and then realizes that Abby never came um, and is like, oh, fuck, I have feelings for her. And then gets the voice message and he's like, oh. That fucking sucks. Like, I don't like that. Um, so he's called her a few times. He's texted her a few times. She's not responding to anything. But he um, also
1: doesn't know, like, she's sick in bed.
2: He does not know that. So um, his teammates finally drag him out to the bar where she works. Um, but then they're, like, looking for her. And her best friend is, like, where is she? And he's, like, you fucking tell me, dude. She broke up with me. Where is she? Um, and then they realize nobody has seen or heard from her in more than two days. Oh, so he flips his shit um, and runs to her apartment, gets her landlord to open it, and the heat in her apartment had been broken, and he had been like kind of fixing it temporary fixes anytime he would come over. Mm-hmm. Um, but her apartment is basically like a fucking meat locker, and yeah, she's, Vermont
1: in the mm-hmm. winter.
2: And she's, like, unresponsive on the bed. Um, And so he's, like, fuck. So he then takes care of her. He calls stepdad, who, again, reminder, is a doctor, um, and comes over, and they kind of take care of her and help her. Um, And then... Weston has to go to practice and he has to go to class. So one of his teammates has a broken leg. So he just leaves this rando in her apartment to watch over her while he can't be there. Um, And so she like tries to get up and tries to do things for herself. And this person that she doesn't know is like, nope. And he's like taking pictures and sending them to Weston. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, if I don't text him every 30 minutes, he calls me and if I don't answer, he will show up here. So this is what we have to do. I'm really sorry about it, but this is just the way that it is. So you can deal with it. So he's like making her soup and whatever, taking care of her.
1: His leg is broken.
2: His leg is broken. So he like is wearing a hoodie apparently and has like spoons in his hoodie pocket. I don't know why that that detail stood out to me. I didn't even make a note of it, but I remember it. Um, He just like pulled out. He was like She's like, "Do you want some of this soup?" And he like pulls out he's a second like, yeah, spoon. Yeah, I got a spoon right here. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. And then like the friend is like, "By the way, he's like totally into you." She's like, "No, he's not. He just feels bad that I'm dying." Um. So then she starts to panic that she realizes she hasn't been to work for three days, um, and she's probably lost this bonus that she was working so hard for, um. So. Uh, yeah, the teammate won't leave her side until Weston comes back. Um, and he's like, Weston is like, Hey, um, I would like to remain close friends who have really hot sex for years to come. (laughs) Like, like that's his version. Like that's his commitment. Talk is like, no, like I, I, I love you and I want to stay close friends forever and continue to have super and, awesome sex. And
1: not be close friends with anyone else.
2: <laughs> right. Um, so she's like, yeah, I love you too. Um, it's great. So um, then he gets the hockey players to stage a protest at the bar so that she still gets her um, bonus. bonus, which is really sweet. Um, and all the guys are in on it because they all love Abby. And so they're all standing up for her, which is a very nice heartwarming moment. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Weston wins the playoffs. Woohoo. Um, are we like at
1: the happily ever after? We're so close. Okay. Well, I was like, she gets her bonus. He wins the playoffs. They're going to be close friends who bone. We're
2: committed. So, um, and she officially took the local
1: job. Um, the flannel at job. the flannel company not making the actual textiles.
2: Um and she got a new apartment that has heat that works. Oh, Even better. We
1: love to see it.
2: Um so her stepdad is dropping off some of her mother's things now that she has a larger space she can take them. Mm-hmm. Um and he says his new assistant is bringing up the boxes and she's like that seems like a weird overstep for your new assistant to be yeah. moving shit. Um but okay. Uh, my notes say, uh-oh, it's stepbrother. He got fired from the bar for stealing liquor. Um,
1: That's what he got fired for? Of yeah. all of the shit?
2: Not the groping, but putting putting vodka down his pants. I'm assuming in a bottle. In a bottle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard, heard it, it as I said it. I was like, just, in the bottle. Yeah, you know what? If— If I managed a bar and I found one of my employees just pouring vodka down their (laughs) pants, I'd probably fire them too.
2: Yeah. Either way, like whether it is being poured or placed from the, bot, like in the bottle into your pants, either way, it's not, it's not good. Yeah. Um, Fair. So then he's all like, I want a proper thank you for carrying this bullshit and like physically pins her to the wall and starts like hurting her. Um, so she knees him in the nuts. He calls her a bunch of names. And then stepdad comes in and he's like, what is happening? Blah. So he kicks stepbrother out and she starts to go into shock a little bit when Weston shows up. Um, mm-hmm. And um, he tells the stepdad everything that the brother has been doing. Um, and he's like, maybe if you paid better attention to her, like the shit wouldn't have happened. Like, absolutely not. Um, and so then, uh, the stepfather agrees that she never has to see him again. Like if she decides to come to his home for holidays, the stepdad won't be, be safe. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he says he apologizes for not listening. Um, and then we're flashing forward again. It's Thanksgiving the following year. Aww. Um, Weston is driving um, to his parents or to his dad's. Um, Abby is spending the holiday with them, and they are planning to move in together when Weston graduates pretty soon. Um they're just super happy. They exchange anniversary gifts in the car before they get out. He gives her the bottle of wine they never got to share their first Thanksgiving, and she gives him a card with the twenty five dollars she never paid him. And that's the end. Oh, <laughs> that's it's cute. cute. it's it is cute. Like it's super cute, Yeah.
1: Although it does kind of annoy me that stepdad didn't take it seriously until her boyfriend, like, verified all of the shit that stepbrother was doing.
2: Yeah, that wasn't great. But, like, in the epilogue or whatever, um, it does say that he has, the stepfather has been making more, uh, more effort. effort to spend time mm-hmm. with her. And even said that if they wanted to go to his house for Thanksgiving, that... The stepbrother could find other places to be um, and that he and new wife started marriage counseling because of oh. these incidents so that they could communicate more effectively.
1: Communicate? Communicate. <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't catch it. My Listen, as the person who's normally the one <laughs> fucking up all of the very simple words, I just really needed to take this moment. I can um, appreciate that. Yeah. Did did she end up going to Weston's sister's wedding?
2: Yeah, I think that okay. was in the epilogue somewhere. That Fair. like
1: I don't remember. You know, like at every there was a nice pretty bow on yeah. the package.
2: There wasn't uh, anything about the wedding. There wasn't like a chapter dedicated to it or yeah. anything. But Fair. seems like it. And his dad seems to be showing out less. Just generally, everyone's in a
1: better place. We love that. What a cute little like Thanksgiving holiday book. It is pretty cute. like not gonna win awards, no,
2: but it's a it feels nice. like there's it not does. a ton of
1: angst. There's like, yeah. Just, like, the the comfort, like, as weird as it sounds, like, the comforting level of angst. Not where you're like, I need to put this book down. This is, like, right. too much that's yeah, happening. Yeah, I
2: need to watch an episode of Shit's Creek and try to go to sleep. I can't do this anymore. Right. Yeah, no, we're not there at all. Vance
1: and I have been rewatching Parks and Rec. Yes. It's just so endearing. It, it really is. Have you watched Abbott Elementary? Uh-uh. You should watch Abbott Elementary. Okay. It's, like, the school education version of Parks and Rec. <laughs> Um, Cheryl Lee Ralph just mm. won Best Supporting Actress for it, which she was, like, not expecting to get. and Like, she beat out, like, all of the girls in, like, Ted Lasso. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and did it get Best New Show? It got another big award, but then there was this, like, whole, like, scandal. Not scandal. Like, Jimmy Kimmel, like, did this bit on stage, and, like, you, like, really took away from this, like, historic win. I don't know. It was a whole thing. Regardless— <laughs> It's like that, like the same level of like, yeah, mockumentary, yeah, kind of, but like not in the painful way that The Office exists.
2: Yeah, The Office can be painful. Like it's it's funny, but it can be painful. This is not one of those. Like it's just nice. Like yeah. this book is just nice. It
1: really is. Yeah. So, all right, what's our rating scale? Um, hockey sticks.
2: I was I was going to say hockey pucks. We could do sticks.
1: Pucks, sticks, puck bunnies. No, we don't need to do puck bunnies. <laughs> we don't need to do puck bunnies. Um, um, bottles of wine. Oh fuck! I could drink some wine right now, but I can't now. drink some wine right now. You can't drink
2: some wine right now. I could.
1: I'm
2: sorry, buddy. Um.
1: Yeah, I don't know what. Let's do hockey sticks. Okay. How many hockey sticks?
2: I would give it. Hmm. I want to say like four out of six hockey sticks. Okay, like that's, it's a it's a feel good book.
1: That's like sixty six percent. That's two. Thousand. Yeah, yeah. I think that sounds yeah. It's like fun. It's heartwarming. It's just like a good mm-hmm. cozy holiday read. Yes. Okay. Four out of six. Or I think we worked on this fraction last time. <laughs> we did two out of three. You nailed it. <laughs> I I couldn't I couldn't make it a larger eight out of twelve. Okay, look, we did 16 out of 24. Stop it. Is that right? 16 out of 24? Yeah, I know it is right. 32 out of 48. Stop. <laughs> look at my math.
2: I feel oddly the proud. The worst part movie. of this is that I'm just like yeah. Okay. I have no idea if you're right, and I'm not even going to try to I, I can't it. wait
1: for someone to listen and comment and be like, Chelsea, you really <laughs> fucked up those <laughs> fractions. They were not correct at all.
2: Yeah, but you have the excuse that your eyeball doesn't work. I don't know how that w- would impact your ability to do fractions in your head, but...
1: No, it's taking a lot of my mental energy, like the focusing on my eye, like <laughs> like trying to see, trying to like do normal things It is harder than I expected. Um, that's you, fair so yeah we'll go four out of six hockey sticks mm-hmm. um, thanks for joining us let us know how many hockey sticks you would give it and then join us next week for our final episode of Smuck Club season one woohoo happy Thanksgiving everybody happy Thanksgiving also teaser we're gonna circle back to our old friend Jan J.S. Scott fucking Jan y'all fucking Jan she's <laughs> She's nothing if not consistent. So we'll see you then. A happy Thanksgiving. Bye.
0: Bye, y'all. Well, that's it for this week's Mud Sluts. We hope it was good for you, because it sure was great for us. If you're digging what we're doing, it would mean a lot if you'd take a minute to rate and review the show wherever you're listening right now. Maybe tell that sexy someone to lend us an ear. We love you. We appreciate you. We'll see you next week. Stay spotty.